How's it going, everybody? Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Welcome to Change the Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Got an awesome, awesome show planned for you guys tonight. Tonight we'll be asking the question, when should you put your kids out? When should you put your kids out? It's going to be a great show. Got everything ready to go. And uh, trying to make sure if we go any further, they still say checking for connection on the Instagram. Gonna hope it connects soon, but we're gonna keep it tick tocking and rocking and rolling in the meantime. Yeah, yeah, had a few technical difficulties and everything, but it's all great souls we adapt and overcome. So we're on major in the mind with none of that stuff. But uh, great show to plan for tonight. Tonight, like I said, we're asking when should you put your kids out because you have so many parents that you know just you know being in circles and being a, a, a father for um. A lot of times, people got different things going on with their kids. Sometimes we got some kids that are unruly, some kids that are, damn, they are kids, but hell, they scratching 40. <laughs> and they done made a whole new damn house, like a, like it's a whole separate address right. in that house, you know what I'm saying? Scratching 40. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't going nowhere. Right. Matter of fact, they 40, and they done brought their whole damn family in there. Just ain't, you know. <laughs> And I want to have like a little open discussion, you know, just have, you know, regards to just, hey, man, when does the time come? Because everybody got varying reasons and stuff like that. But I just want to have a discussion with everybody. You know, before we get started, I want to say what's up to my awesome producer, DJ Lab. What's going on, brother? Not much, brother. Not much. Rough say, Thursday today. Shoot. this computer shit Oh, man. You know, but you know what, brother? That's how I went through the past year, bro. I tell you. Shit. It, it ain't just, nothing. It, it, it ain't nothing. <laughs> it ain't nothing. And it didn't happen until you came yeah, down because yeah. it was working fine. Few minutes ago. Thanks, Lab. Remind <laughs> me I'm the black cat. <laughs> Bring all the bad luck down here. Hey, man, ain't the first time I heard it. But, um, <laughs> you know, with uh, everything, I'm going to restart the Instagram just just in case so we get, get, see if we can get everybody on with that. If we can get them on or not, I'm going to have to do that. But, um, you know, with, with tonight's show, man, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited. I also give a shout-out to Flick316. Miss you down here and everything. Right. Want to say what's up to you. Um, tonight, I just want let me get this because I don't want to hold that up with anything. Mm-hmm. With this, with this Instagram, we got want to make sure everybody want to see us. Get a chance to see us. That's right. Okay. Now, um, you know, before we start the show, we rehashed the previous week. You know, you guys, we still are in the pandemic. You know, you know, if you haven't got it, you know, they got a uh, vaccine shout out there available for you guys. You know. If you're thinking about doing it, do it. If you're not thinking about doing it, just wait and see. Just keep your hands washed, social distance, and just be safe out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I want to say a big shout-out to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Winners. Yeah, yeah. They Champions. Took a, man, they took old KC behind the woodshed. <laughs> Lord. I'm that a KC fan. They think about that $534 million Ooh. they gave me. <laughs> woo Boy, my homeboy was being Patrick Mahomes out there running for his damn life. Fifty million dollars a year. You ain't, you ain't produced no no Super Bowl. Man, shit, <laughs> shit, man. When they, when they, them two tackles, when they uh said they was out the game, man, uh-huh. they were running. But but even still, just I think some of the game plan of what they could have did. I think they could have made some adjustment at halftime. They came out running the ball, mm-hmm. but they just did it for a little bit. You know, they just didn't stick with it. Mm-hmm. And Tom Brady, Tom Brady. He saw that opening, man. Shit. <laughs> 
say he want to show what he 43 he can do. He didn't see huh? the opening. He should go openings. It's openings. Yeah, <laughs> that shit was floor. Shit was floor, man. He seen them openings. Right, right. You know, but yeah, yeah, that was a good. That was a good Super Bowl if you was a Tampa Bay fan. Probably one of the best Super Bowl if you was a football fan. Once it's some action or anything. Uh, also remind you guys. You know, you guys know I'm a. Tax accounted by perfection. Uh, I'm on a majestic being and services tomorrow, February 12th. Will be the first day the IRS will begin receiving uh, tax returns electronically. Mm. Yeah, that's it, February 12th. Friday, February 12th, the IRS will be start receiving tax returns. So you guys actually can have a chance to start getting your refunds within the next couple of weeks. So, you know, if you guys have not got it done, feel free to reach out to us at Majestic Being and Services. You can reach us on the web at www.majesticbiz.com. Or get officer call at 678-479-4007. And as always, in the description uh, box for the videos, always leaves the, uh, the links to all the, uh, the social media and the websites and everything from there. So just be looking out for that. Um, the next last thing I want to do, I want to make sure that everybody, if you have not, you have not, make sure you join the email list. If you're probably looking on Facebook right now, that we have technical difficulties, I didn't get a chance to put the uh, descriptions in. But I, you know, as again, only thing I do is go to Changing Lives uh, Facebook page, or, you know, I usually do it on my personal Facebook page or mm -hmm. post a, the email list. But if you're definitely looking on YouTube, just a matter of, you know, hitting the link to, uh, to, to join the email list. Main thing we want to do is keep you guys updated on all the great inf information and things we have coming down the pipe. That might be some of the different videos, speaking engagements, some of the information from Mr. Short Dollar. Mm -hmm. So make sure you hit that email list and subscribe to the email list. And also, most importantly, subscribe to, uh, to Change the Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton, where we talk about motivation, uh, personal, I'm about to say personal development, professional development, relationship, family, parenting, all that good stuff from the mind of yours truly, Deontay Burton. And um, mm -hmm. just going back to, you know, what well, tonight's show about, you know, when should you put your kids out? Man, lad, you know what? I think about when I left the crib. And my grandfather, rest his soul, W.C. Burden, <laughs> he was a man's man. A man's man. Man's man. He was okay. old school, man. Okay. He one of them guys straight, no chaser. Okay. I tell you, he's Give it to up. you high, high. He's up. <laughs> Give it to you how you live. Yeah. He didn't, I, my God. But thank God I had thick skin growing up. Because, <laughs> shit. I never got no warm, fuzzy feelings <laughs> with any damn thing. And um, I left two weeks after graduation. Okay. You know, I went in the military and everything. And uh, I was a, uh, I wasn't necessarily say I was groomed to that, but it was just kind of understood that you got to get the hell on after you graduate. Right. And uh, I left, and, you know, I think from that point when I did things, came back and everything, but it was just kind of understood, just go and leave. Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to college. And I really had no intentions. I wanted to get the hell off Bankhead. Yeah, right. You know, because I remember, I remember maybe like two, two weeks before I left, I was sitting out there on my porch, mm -hmm. me and my partner, and two junkies got to fight. Oh, and I don't know if you ever seen a junkie fight. I have many. A oh time, my bro. god, many. You, it's like one of them old telethons, because they're gonna be out there fighting for All hours. Day. And they're gonna go back and forth and, and get talk to each other. Yeah, and it's like cuss each other yeah, 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 yeah. Like you're looking at Spartacus, cause they're gonna go back and grab a stick, <laughs> they're gonna grab a pipe, they're gonna get tired and fuss and lay on the grass, get back up, <laughs> bite each other. Yeah, man, a junkie fight, man. You ain't got to get no WWE. You gonna get three or four hours of all kind of action packed blood and guts. Then at the end man. of it, they gonna go to and get something together, get mm. high together. <laughs>
you okay, man? Walk off. I told my buddy, man, to watch the fight. Boy, I got to get the hell off Bankhead. So that just. <laughs> that's that's that, solidified. That yeah, thing. that's just, just sitting out there watching them cats, man. I, I never forget it, man. Right. I never forget it. I mean, I got the hell off around here. And that was just my, you know, uh, uh, incentive just to hurry up, make sure I call my crew, so man. Quickest yeah, way. yeah, bro, you still going to be here on the 19th of July? <laughs> bro, you still, you know. And uh, we left, man. And, uh, you know, like I said, I left two weeks after graduation. Now, with that said, I've kind of patterned that same thing with my children. Okay. My oldest son left two weeks after he graduated from high school to go to college. Mm -hmm. My second son, he actually would have left probably a week after he graduated, but with the COVID restrictions, mm -hmm. he had to wait a little while. He left in there, but I was still kind of the same thing. Now, the reason why I'm having this discussion about this, I'm not saying my way is the right way. Right. It's kind of way that I'm familiar with. Okay. And even with that said, I don't. I've never been so stuck on, you know, my way is the best way. You okay. know, just like I said, what works for me. You know, haven't had any bad repercussions from it. Right. And my other two sons, it might be something different. I doubt it. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> but uh, you know, you hear different people. You know, say different things in regards to. I want to put my kids. So I actually seen one of, uh, was the uh, the celebrity uh, uh, comedian mm -hmm. T K Kirkland. It was. I said, I seen him. I heard him on a, the radio one time. He was getting interviewed, and he was saying, "Black people are so quick to put their kids out. Mm -hmm. They want to put their kids out and just they ain't ready for the world and everything." I'm like, "Why would you say that?" Because right. my whole thing is, is that every family has different perspectives on how they, on how they do things and right. how they actually uh, rear their kids and how their kids are prepped for 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 certain things and. That's why it kind of had me with this discussion because a lot of times people think that their way is, the best way. yeah, the only damn way. Right. And I just like, man, look, as a parent, man, the end game is to make sure you make that what I guess um, a productive citizen. Right. And so that's the kind of thing is why I was just looking like, okay, so what? What is pretty much the best way for to to try to you know get anything done or try to have anything kind of situated? And I think a lot of times. You know, we don't necessarily want to, for various reasons, probably part with our kids. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of it be fear, mm -hmm. a lot of it be control, a lot of it be control. You, you know, some of it be money. You know, whatever <laughs> it is, but money. yeah, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about it tonight because okay. that's one of the biggest thing I think a lot of, a lot of people really haven't uh, you know. Uh, Discussed, okay. You know, because I, th I think far too many of us, uh, you know, haven't really. I don't think we bring our kids up just from looking from out outside, looking in, even with different peers or different people. See, I don't think people bring their kids up. They they want them to grow up to be productive citizens and be good people and do things. But do they actually do all the things possible to make sure they go in that direction? They're doing it right. They make sure that they have all that necessary. Um, Experience or not experience, yeah. but uh, supplies they need. Supplies, tools yeah. in the toolkit, however. Right. And I think one of the major reasons why, because mom and dad ain't got this. How the hell are they going to give you that? Right. Shit, mom and dad are still sitting there like, ain't even really got everything together. Right. So, so how, how they, they going to do it Yeah, to you? exactly. Yeah, that's nobody true. Wanna, nobody want to admit to that, you know. That's true. But, you know. Uh, but, but in the grand scheme of things, can you really get ready? Like, can there's nothing that really can prepare you for. Absolutely, absolutely. Because, you know, at, at the end of the day, I think the best thing, you know, people can do is a lot of times just 
open their eyes to things that could happen, different possibilities. Mm-hmm. But at the end, you really don't know. Right. You, you really don't, you know, don't know. know. I always kind of predicate myself on being a person that teaches kids how to make decisions. Mm-hmm. That don't mean they're going to make the right decisions. Right. But I always, like what I talk about in the show, same thing I tell my children. You know, gather the information, try to process, and then with the information you gathered and process, try to make a decision from that. Mm-hmm. Now, with that said, is that always going to be the, the 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 correct decision made? Absolutely not. Absolutely right. You know, the girl sitting there said, "Come get some." <laughs> She's saying you don't need the condom. Right. I don't mm. want you to use the condom, and you just look in. And I know my daddy said this. <laughs> my daddy told me to put the condom kind of on. Bone, right. Yeah. But but he ain't got this big red bone sitting in front of him, <laughs> rubbing the legs. Uh huh. Forget what your daddy say. <laughs> <laughs> it feel better with Hey, Redbone undefeated. <laughs> uh, Redbone undefeated. That's true. Hey, Redbone daddy. Yeah, come on, daddy. <laughs> that's true. And uh, but again, like I say, you know, that, that's why I always want to make sure that I'm always teaching them. Hey, man, look, try to make these decisions. You know, this is what I want you to do as far as making decisions and stuff. But we don't know. We don't. And so. I think a lot of parents go through the same thing. Like, look, man, I got to raise this child. And then you get, get I, I call it the danger zone. Mm-hmm. That 17 or 18 years old, they're nearing graduation. Y'all really ain't got an idea of what the hell they're going to do after graduation. And they were like, damn, am I going to be stuck? You know, mm-hmm. and you kind of like, okay, get on. You, you, and you know you're in a fantasy aisle. Right. Well, you know, I know because the kid now they're saying they're going to go to school. You're lying, say they're going to go to school because you don't really want food looking at you funny because everybody else's kids get ready to go in the military, they get ready to go to school or college mm-hmm. or whatever. And you know your kid don't know what the hell they want to do. Hey, you don't know what the hell they want to do. Right. But you don't want to make it seem like my kid ain't going to be doing nothing. Right. But in actuality, your kid ain't, ain't going to be doing, doing nothing. nothing. <laughs> and like I always say, there's nothing wrong with not knowing what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. I think really until you, up until you get to about 25, most people in general are still kind of like lost. They don't really... They ain't really got to figure out what they want to do in life. And I don't think that's nothing uncommon. I tell, even if you go to college or not, mm-hmm. you still don't know. You what still, you do. Yeah, yeah. And you probably haven't really had enough experiences, you know, between. Because you've been in school at, what, 22, 23, maybe then like a, a year, maybe mm-hmm. two or three years so after I, that. Uh, college. Yeah, just say you finish, go to college mm-hmm. or say you do look four or five years in the Army or however you do it. Mm-hmm. You know, them two or three years after that, which will take you to about 25 you know how to kind of like a little figure it out time. And most people ain't really had that little figure it out time. You know what I mean? Right. So up until that point, you got to just hope your child hasn't done something so far out of track the way they can still be on, you know, they, 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 they don't have to be forced to make decisions. What mm-hmm. I mean by that is uh, th- those things I say are, are kind of like, um, 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 I call them preventers. Okay. You know, your kid get locked up. Okay. Your kid get a baby. Okay. Your kid get, you know, uh, some kind of major debt, car, or, you know, some credit, a car, maybe some kind of apartment they don't pay later on, that a credit shot. Right. And now you're limited on what they can do. Right. They done right. did something to kind of be some kind of anchor. Mm-hmm. You know? Man, they got pulled over with the weed, you know, whatever with the drugs. Now they can't qualify financial aid to get in school. Right. Can't get this job because they got this record. He riding around with his buddy in the car. The buddy had a pistol. Right. Now he got that. Convicted felon. Yeah. 
done got that girl done got pregnant by the whole sorry joker. <laughs> that boy done got that girl pregnant and no man, man. Lord, man. <laughs> all kind of stuff. And then, like, you know, told you don't buy that car. Right. They get the job, listen to the wrong people, done got a car note. Right. Now they can't, you know, they, they working overtime, but now you can't get them the hell out your house because they, they make it another pay the car note. Right. But, but they, they ain't got to get no and so those are the kind of things you want to avoid uh, as a parent. You hope right. that they avoid. But that's where we start having a discussion. Like, man, look, you know, shit, you know, it's, you grown. Because now you got a person in your house that is letting people know that they're grown. They're grown. They but do they, they yeah, want to do. Yeah, but they don't have the uh, accountability measure of right. a grown person. They want the responsibility right. and the freedom and the respect mm-hmm. of an adult. But they don't want the accountability. Mm-hmm. You're going to pay a bill. You're going to do something. You're going to make sure this, that. Oh, no, that's your house. Right. What? <laughs> your rent is. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Right. And you, you're like, and, and now you're in a limbo. Because now we, 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 we're doing what? As a parent, we stuck. Right. Can you really put him out? Can you put him out? Not can you put him out. Can you put him out and you know that, you know, just say, well, I know they work. They got a car note. And then you might mess around. You can't put your grandbaby out. Oh, Lord. Well, take the grandbaby and put the guy out. Put, put the grandbaby. Man, shit. I guess we had to think about when we were kids, when we were coming up. And I think it was different for us because we kind of had to, like they say, jump off the porch early. So, you know, we had, like me, I got married moved, moved out, you know, moved out. Early, I got married early. Mm-hmm. Went to college early, so I was already at fifteen, pretty much doing my own thing. But way before that, I was doing my own thing because you know I, I've talked about my mom, what we went through. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was a little different. Nobody put me out because I was already out, <laughs> so I didn't have that experience of somebody saying, "You know, it's time for you to move out, right? You, you gotta get your own place." I didn't have that. So for me, the experience that was to tell you how it, how it was goes i can't i like well with my own children now my own children i didn't have to put them out either they kind of got on their own did their own thing you get what i'm saying they kind of screwed away early once they screwed away i i think all my two older sons will agree mm-hmm. and i i kind of my philosophy is even with my third one he graduates in a year and a half my philosophy is i try to make i try to make things as Comfort that this is your home, mm-hmm. but damn near like uncomfortable. You like you ready to get the you hell out of my your, house? Like, no, yeah, like what you doing coming here at twelve o'clock? Yeah, my <laughs> yeah. So, so when your senior year comes, I try to have you prepare for life, mm-hmm. but also have you like ready to get the hell out of my house. Right. You know, so that's and, I, and it's intentional. Okay. And I think both of you know the ones that are out are kind of say, yeah, that's how daddy is. Right. Like y'all yeah, ready to get the hell on and. You know, with that said, I ain't had nobody want to come down. <laughs> come on, come back. <laughs> hey, man, PJ came back from base training. He ready to get the hell out of Really? Yeah. You know, and, and nothing bad. Because they tasted that freedom of yeah, his there you being go. on his own, there doing his own thing. There you go. There Once you, you go. taste it, you, you can't, it's hard. It's, you can't go back. Once you mm-hmm. taste being able to get up and do whatever you want to do and throw your shoes in the corner and get them when you get ready. Got me telling you, hey, man, go take the trash out. <laughs> What the hell are you looking at me for? Take the trash out. You, you, you go home. You know yeah. <laughs> Shit. You know, bro, what you doing in my refrigerator? You know, they, whoa. 
privacy. So you put pressure on yeah. him. Hey, look at him. You applying pressure. What the hell? Privacy. Privacy is what you pay for at a hotel. <laughs> Not in my nah, house. No, close, no door. Close, close your door. What the hell? You better go in that bathroom with your petroleum jelly. <laughs> no. So you apply pressure on Yeah, people. yeah. No, man. No, they ready to get the hell out of my damn house. You know what I'm saying? Buy some. <laughs> so know? he was already packed two days early. Man, <laughs> man he was packed like a week prior. Right. Well, he was ready to get the hell on and stuff. And me and my boys are extremely close, man, but I really... That's all been my mindset mm-hmm. with doing that and everything. And I wouldn't mind helping them if they needed to get on their feet because I know that's what my grandparents did for me exactly when I first when I first got uh, the military. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, you know, to your point, man, man, I just I couldn't even roll too long with that because I just had that taste of being on my own. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, one of the things that um, was stuck with me. And I try to kind of give my kids out, you know, that opportunity to hey, right. hey, man, just go on and get out there, spread your wings. You need me. I'm here, but like I always tell you, uh, I'm not playing B, C, D, D. yeah, shit, <laughs> further down the alphabet. You need to come yeah. on. You need to come to me when you get to Y. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want you doing Y and Z. You be like my my butt out there getting blood at the blood bank. <laughs> shit, <laughs> that was a funny story. Yeah, I've heard. <laughs> Giving blood at the blood <laughs> bank, trying to get some damn food, you know. But damn, you know. Right before you get eating them vinyl or sausages right, and right. shit. <laughs> well, you crack them sardines, them sardines open. Before you, you, you make the spam and the There you go. Hey, there you go. You got to get all of them. You got to get all of them. I don't want you getting that bad. Right, right. So, but that was one of the things. But, you know, with that said, and before we go any further, again, this is Change Life by your truly Deontay Burton tonight. We're talking about uh, when should you put your kids out. Uh, you know, I want you guys to make sure you uh, check out Changing Lives on. We're, we're streaming on YouTube, Facebook, um, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok under the under the name Changing Lives. Also, you can check follow me on Instagram at Deontay underscore seventy seven. Remember on Changing Lives, we talk about uh, personal development, professional development, parenting, family, socializing, all kind of great stuff. And tonight's show falls in line with that. We're talking about when should you put your kids out. And one of the first things I always ask. People, when we get to talking and having them discussions, like, how are you preparing your kids? Like, I'm talking about from the, the, the little baby, the the teenager, to the young adult. Are you talking to them about what they're going to do in their future? Are you kind of giving them opportunities to develop and get, uh, uh, of course, the baby wouldn't know, the, the little kid wouldn't have probably the aptitude to understand you're talking about the future, but you're giving them some kind of uh, uh, opportunity to gain some kind of independence and do stuff for themselves. You know, a lot of times... You hear well, parents like, well, I want to do this for them, I want to do that for them, and then when the kids get on their own, they really haven't had any grooming. Mm-hmm. One thing PJ told me and what stuck with me was, he said, Daddy, it's a lot of these kids that don't even know how to wash their clothes. Right. And I always remember, like, when my grandmother, she's a housekeeper, she taught me how to uh, wash my clothes, iron. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she told me how to groom me or just because she didn't want to be damn bothered. She didn't want to be bothered. Either way, I taught you play <laughs> But she taught me, you know, she was old school, man. She taught me how to press iron shirts in like yeah. damn five minutes, just uh-huh. hit it like that, crease all my clothes, wash my clothes two or three times, you know, you might wash your damn clothes. Yeah. And, you know, my old 10-year-old William, he washes his own clothes, mm. you know, and, and he's been doing that since he was about eight. Right. And uh, uh, I'm not saying that's the way parents need to be doing, but 
still the same thought process. Shit, the more you learn for yourself, right? Whatever. Is that all it is. Yeah, you know, we'll be do all his laundry, dishes, all that kind of stuff. He know what to do. Now I ain't finna sit here and say he jumps on it. Right. I might gotta make a threat. <laughs> like you ain't gonna come home. He gonna be watching this and going, yeah. Hey, Dad, to take care of the dishes. <laughs> and, you know, but it ain't nothing. He just feels proud about this is his house. Right. And he goes out and does it. But uh, I, I ask him how are you preparing the kid? Are you actually giving them an opportunity where uh, they're learning to do for themselves? One one thing that stuck with me was, you know, again we talking about when she put your kids out. My older son. Torrance 26, and I remember, uh, you know, he, he, he played football at Vanderbilt. And when you start going to those national camps, you know, it's a lot of times they'll have the kids go there and they'll have to fill out. And this is like, you, you know, if you're going to them bigger schools, you're getting kind of invited to a lot of those bigger camps mm -hmm. earlier. You look ninth grade on up. And what always stuck with me was, you know, young parent was, Everywhere you go, they're going to be wanting kids to fill out their names, addresses, and all that kind of stuff. And a lot of times kids, you know, kids know their phone number and address, but they don't be knowing their social. They ought to be knowing the parents, your information. Mm -hmm. And one of the uh, uh, directors said, you know, if your kid's here, more likely they're going to be going through different camps like this rest of time in high school. You know, just give them a card, a card where, this, where they're carrying, like, their social security number, knowing other sensitive information that they may be, you know, the GPA, test scores, and stuff like that, just to have informational purposes and a lot of times people you know you yeah you see it now some deep some i about to say some chauvinistic so you women feel like the man or uh, uh applications for job but, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah chauvinist shit honest right. but anyway just not doing so much for your kid when your kid ain't doing stuff for themselves right you know let them as a teenager let them fill out their own job application let mm -hmm. them fill out certain things you know just knowing okay how to do things for themselves and if they mess up let them mess up and learn from it as opposed to now when you force you got an 18 year old you're trying to teach them so much stuff because you like and they might be leaving my house in a couple months and i don't know if i got them prepared right you, mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. and i think the more you can do on the back end to to prepare them, the more comfortable you can feel okay i was nervous dropping uh touring off at school i okay. was nervous i can be honest with you i was nervous Drop him off in school, like okay, man, did I get him ready? Mm -hmm. But when I dropped PJ off, man, shit, I ain't, he felt like he was ready. Hey, hey, but I'm, I mean, me just right. I'm cool, wasn't okay. nervous at all. I, I knew I had, you know, mm -hmm. if he made a mistake, he was gonna make a mistake off something that could happen, mm -hmm. but it wasn't gonna be because I felt like I didn't get him ready. Yeah, did okay. I, did you have everything covered? No, but I felt comfortable enough to say, I got him cool. I it was a totally different feeling. I wasn't worried about this. Thing. My older son. Shit, I worry about him now, but I mean, just mm -hmm. uh, 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 it was totally different. And it, and it goes back to what I'm saying as a parent, doing certain things to kind of make your kid prepared, you mm -hmm. know, for doing it. And that could be just talking to him, having them doing certain things and stuff. So that's why, you know, I, I want to kind of go into that. We start talking about wishing you put them out. Mm -hmm. Guys, if you're in one, of, uh, in one of the platforms, being Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, feel free to leave your comments, leave, put any kind of input you have. Uh, what don't you guys feel about it? Again, we're talking about the night show. We're talking about when should you put your kids out. And then when I go into the whole issue of just getting your kid prepared, we're talking about when they done came out of high school and you said you don't want this situation, you got this damn grown man in your house making a little another whole nother estate in your crib or, you know, or maybe, you know, make company. What I mean by make company, 
Bring some babies in your house. <laughs> they bring a debt. They don't got a car and all this other kind of stuff. But with, even with that said, the, the thing I kind of want to look at in terms of just preparation, I always look at when you get your kid prepared, there are a couple of factors I always say that I think people should focus on. Number one being just the maturity level of your kid. You can have a kid that can be 15 years old, three different three different kids that you had at, at 15 years old, all of them from a maturity standpoint can be different places. One can be totally mature. You can talk to them just like you're talking to an adult. They receive it and process it, no problem. You can have another one, you damn near got a shit. Draw that thing on their damn forehead. <laughs> Take a bath. You Take know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wash your ass. Right, yeah, right. You know, and, and, and it's like that. Uh-huh. And it's just, and as a parent, sometimes you can get frustrated, and especially sometimes where when you want your kids to do certain things, mm-hmm. and I'm quick, mom's like, move out of the way, let me get it. Mm-hmm. But that move out of the way, let me get it, they never learn how to do it, and it's uh, a sudden that piss you off at 14 or 15, mm-hmm. but it's something you start doing at 18, 19, or 20. Okay. And that's why you got to be kind of careful with that. I get it. You got to be careful with that. So that's why I say, you know, understand that maturity level with that and also be really focusing on decision-making. Remember, guys, when we talk about decision-making with your child, teaching them to look at facts, mm-hmm. look at all the information in front of them. Mm-hmm. And some of them may not be facts. He just said straight information. Process it. What will make it right? What will make it wrong? What are the different options? Process it. And then from the information that they process, make a decision from that. Mm-hmm. Basic decision-making. I got it. Teach your kids how to make decisions. Of course, your child, do not they're not going to own everything and stuff and everything. What's up, Daryl Long, my brother? Appreciate you tuning in, dog. Um, a lot of times people, they, 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 you know, because they get frustrated, mm-hmm. kid take it too long to do something, man, move out of the way and do it. Like they I said, that stuff, yeah. man, that shit come back and hunt you. Because then they don't know what they're going to do. Exactly. It, 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 they don't know what to do, but they also get what? Manipulative. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They know they can drag their feet and do things a certain way. And you'll say, well, get out of the way. I'm going to take care of it. Mm-hmm. Man, I got to go take this stuff, take care of this stuff with this boy. Man, the boy be doing, you know, he's dragging the feet. Man, this girl, she, she act like she can't pick her stuff up, so she always get lost. And then I got to go pick. No, hell no. Go do it. If you don't do it, you're going to be without it. Right. And that's the thing about it. But a lot of parents want to do that. So yeah. like I said, teaching them that whole process of decision making. And another aspect, the third thing we talk about just preparing, is teaching your child basic goal setting. We talk about goal setting a lot of them changing lives where we talk about the actual brainstorming process. And you haven't had a chance, go pull up my videos. I have probably about 10 videos on goal setting, how to break it down, how to you know start from the actual idea, how to plan everything out, how to implement it, and how to go back and review and check it. You got to do some goal, teach your kid how to do goal setting. Mm-hmm. Not just saying, I want to make a million dollars. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. I want to do this. Teach them, listen. This is what you want to do. Right. These are the steps to do that. With the steps to do that, you have to break it down in different stages. Mm-hmm. If you do this right here, then you'll get to this stage. Do this everything here, you'll get to that stage. And if you do the summation of all those steps, you'll have the end goal. Now you're a doctor. Now mm-hmm. you're a lawyer. Mm-hmm. That could be from going to internships, undergrad, law school, another internships doing this. It's, it's, it's a process. Mm-hmm. And teaching your child how to map it out. That's very, very critical because people, and we, you know, as, as adults, throw out so many arbitrary goals that they know damn where they're going to get. And, when, <laughs> what, and, and what I always say, a goal without a plan is what? A dream. dream right. That's it. 
So you got to sit here and just map everything out and plan it out and teach your child how to do it. And if you don't have for me how to do it, I got, damn, we almost had 300 damn videos on Change Your Lives. Yeah. Tons of videos on goal setting and planning to go over that. You got to teach your cat. You got to sit here and work, write them goals out and have them implement and how to implement and make those goals happen. So on, the, on the goal setting, is the goals more what your children's goals should be or what you have your goals, what the goals you have for your children? Well, or, or a combination of both. Combination of both, because here, here's the deal, Lab. At the end of the day, we all got what we a vision, mm-hmm. what we want our kids to be. Right. But that shit ain't nothing but a vision. <laughs> we all want to you be know? doctors and lawyers, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Professional football players or basketball players, they're only five feet. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, just really and truly, just um, you have to. I, I think the best thing is to be uh, supportive. I'm a beyond. I looked at. Um, this was years ago, man. I always, and I'm glad I seen it. Tony Hawk, the, um, the skateboard, skateboard guy. Skateboard, yeah. Yeah, and he, he said something that always stuck with me. He said, always be supportive of your uh, your children. He said, because, you know, his, you know, he's from an educated family. And he said that when he got to be in his 20s and he was still skateboarding, a lot of his dad's friends were like, man, why are you letting your son be 20 damn years old riding a skateboard? Right. And, uh, his dad was like, man, that's what he do. He's doing pretty good. He won these tournaments. And he said that always stuck with him. I think with Tony Hawk was probably what first million out skateboarder. Mm-hmm. Yo, branding out it. Yeah, yeah, you know, and just doing that, pushing that whole brand out. But he said if he probably didn't have his father's support mm-hmm. just to do it, because he was going to do it, but just had that kind of uh, push. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the word I'm trying to think? That uh, affirmation is just, mm-hmm. just a firm hand I'm behind you. Right. You know, you're like, okay, that 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 really, like, just pushed him mm-hmm. uh, to go further. But he said, just just support your kids. And mm-hmm. a lot of times people just don't want to do that. Because they know? don't think what they hear from the children is what they – everybody has their own ex- expectations of their children. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem a lot of times. We have our own expectations of what we want our children to be or what we think our children can become. And that's all well and good, but if your child don't feel like that's what they want to do, they're not going to put forth any effort into it. Absolutely not. And, 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 and even to that point, you throwing out damn thoughts, you don't know what the hell to do. <laughs> right. Man, I had you, this, know what, I, you don't know where to start. Yeah, I had this discussion with my sons all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, man, I have different folks from maybe different family members of folks telling them, you need to do this, you need to do that. I'm like, son, they ain't need this shit. How the hell are they going to tell you? They doing the same damn they thing all these years. Right. How the hell are they going to tell you what the damn do? They ain't experienced You nothing. know, I ain't saying you got to do everything daddy told you to do. Right. But I am saying that, look, when you want to make a decision, take the advice I told you, gather the information, process, and make a decision mm-hmm. from there. But don't be so stuck on what other people are telling you. Mm-hmm. Now, don't go on emotions. Right. I think, I feel, I, I believe. No, nah. you better damn know, brother. <laughs> you better damn know. Right. But at the end of the day, listen to all people that talk to you. I always push this with anybody because people don't have to talk to you. That's true. So you listen to everybody can talk to you, but you have to, you know, listen to use that other damn uh, organ, that brain, and just say to yourself, listen to this person. It sounds good. But you got to be smarter to know, like, how credible are they? Mm-hmm. You know, somebody can sit here and just tell you about being and being and being and being. And ain't never started hey, a business. Shit, man. <laughs> Any, be any, be right, any, right. man. Don't know a damn thing. Think about business. Yeah, because we all know we're you, you're, you're in your lifespan, you'll be at no shortage of getting folks' opinions and ideas. Right. But getting some facts to help, oh, hell no. <laughs> Shit, you be pulling that, the real rabbit. That's just what I think. That's just what I think. Man. <laughs> man. 
You can do such and such, such and such. How do you know? Do you, I mean, have you done that? No, I just think, I just think it can be done. Well, <laughs> you know, a lot of times you got those people that like being the smartest person in the room, like right. talk to people instead of with people. Uh-huh. And they'll say so many things that uh, uh, they'll seem so convincing. Mm-hmm. You'll think they're right. And you be like, yeah, okay, cool, throw okay, a cool. Big words in there. Yeah, throw a couple big words to just be so assertive how they talking. Right. Uh, especially older men. Right. And you be like, okay, okay, okay. You be like, man, he don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> don't know nothing. You fry that chicken, and uh, you know, you fry that chicken in water, and it'll be the crispy chicken you ever had. Huh? Crispy chicken. <laughs> you know, this is what you need to do. You do this career path. Career. He ain't never had no damn career. He ain't had a job. Right. He ain't he had, had no, no damn career. career. <laughs> Quit listening to damn people. Might have had those conversations with my sons a lot. Right. Yeah, hey man, listen, you ain't gotta do what daddy say, but right. you better be careful who the hell you listen, listen to. to. Right. Shit. You know, that that I'm, I'm being serious about that. But just like again, make sure that goal setting is in place. The one thing about it is you also gotta be uh realistic as a parent. We're talking about should you put your kids at, out. Realistic be realistic with a parent, where you at with everything. Where you at or where you think your children are? No, nah, where you at. Okay, okay. The reason okay. why I say where you at is you got to understand when you're talking to your child, a lot of times we hope we're speaking out of love, but we're speaking out of other emotions. Okay. Are you even ready, like you say, are you even ready or even in a position to be given out the information you get? Right. See, I ain't never been the type of person, I'm quick to say this, I, and I probably, right or wrong, probably handled a lot of stuff in regards to life experiences, you know, kind of like structure-wise from the military, uh, planning-wise, kind of like even with business and military. And I kind of did things like that kind of even with parenting. Mm-hmm. Again, I, you understand also that some things can't be covered, things happen, and some things out of you just can't be so rigid or stringent with. But what I always look at is that I had no problem if I'm not for sure. Man, let me call Uncle Lab up. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, look, talk to the nephew, man. Talk to right. your nephew. Because he ain't listening to me. Right. And, excuse me, I am very funny about having folks talk to my kids that don't know what the hell they talk about. <laughs> but I will tell you, and anybody knows me, if you ain't be a friend of mine, I know you credible or whatever, mm-hmm. I have no problem whatsoever talking to my, you talking to my child because at the end of the day, the end game is the end game. Right. So parents, you got to be realistic where you at. Okay. You sitting there trying to tell your kid to do certain things and, hey, you still calling your mom and dad to help you out of damn holes. <laughs> And that and that's the and that's the kicker. You do have to realize yourself and your position and where you're at. But you also can't give advice about something you don't know about. You can't give your child advice about being an investment banker if you've never been an investment banker. Because you don't know the perils and pitfalls and what it takes to be that person. It's like nobody can tell Poochie how to be a CNA. I mean I'm a certified a CPA. I can't come I I've never been this. So I can't say, well, Pooch. You know, <laughs> or, or CNA, uh, you're a CNA <laughs> either or one. Tax prepare. I ain't never prepared tax, but I'm gonna tell you how you need to do it faster. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta you gotta realize when you're giving advice to your children that you are giving them vi- advice that's credible for one, mm-hmm. and advice that you maybe experience. So if you don't know anything about the career path, you think they should they should take. Maybe you need to have somebody else talk to them that's been in that career. You, you know, I'm gonna give you a couple common ones. Uh, don't go in the military, go to college. Okay. Don't go in the military, period, or whatever. Don't go to college, go get a job. You don't right. want to get no student loan debt. You go in the Army, it's a white man's army. They're going to put you on the front line and all this other kind of stuff. They're going to put their fears and their ignorance in their kids' head. Right. And they don't damn know. Also, you know, don't go to college, just get you a job. Why are you going to get all these debts and 
you ain't gonna be able to get a job because you got all this student loan debt. You you're not able to get a job once you got your degree because you haven't prepared to get a job. Right. You get you if you it's just like anything else. You feel like because you got something that you should get it, and we forget very quickly what there's a lot of us out there. And experience counts. Experience counts. Right. And, and uh. Uh, 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 attitude and competition does too. That's true. You don't realize it's several y'all going for the same, same job. job. You gotta be mentally prepared. Build relationships, network, go out there and grind. You do that, right? And, and it has nothing to do with degrees. People say, "Well, you know, I know such and such. My, they got a degree and they can't get a job because they waiting for a job to fall in their damn lap." Because they got the degree. Yeah. They wait the degree first. They're like, "Okay, well, have you done this before?" Come on now, have you done this before? Uh, won't you go to a couple of uh, networking sessions, meet some people, get uncomfortable, talk to some folks? Because I, you know, you, you know me, lad. I'm I'm very big on your 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 professional and personal network. Mm-hmm. You know who can you reach out to or whatever? Because that's why I would say all the time. You know that was one of my other nails with my kids. Mm-hmm. People telling you what to do, but can they make a call for you? Right. Can they make a phone call? Hey man, my son, right. my nephew, my cousin. Can they do that? If they can't do that, how the hell are they gonna tell you what to do? Exactly. They don't know. They're going to get you what? Saying, putting your, putting your name in a big old stack. Mm-hmm. But those are the kind of things I'm talking about where people just tell you to go on this path. Don't do that. Man, once you just do that, you know, you can retire. And, and, and it's nothing wrong if you've done a, a certain thing in your life, parents, and it worked for you. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that uh, something different that you're not familiar with won't work with your, your child. Children, right. It won't work. That does not mean it won't work for them. And a lot of times people just see the world the way they want to see it. And they just not, like I said, they, you know, we're talking about where you at with everything, not a capacity to even have certain discussion with their kid. Mm-hmm. Another thing is people just have straight fears. I don't want my child to go in this world, the world crazy. I just turn on the news, they robbing, they killing, they raping, they doing this. Mm-hmm. I don't even want my child to go out the door. Well, they can come to your house and do all that. How how many folks got them? You got 25 and 30 old people just sitting in there like they just still. It's a lot more than you think. Man, hell, it ain't about what I think, man. It's just the whole point. You know, people yeah. got kid like a 30, 40-year-old kid in a house. And that 30, that kid, they they, they, they really feel like they grown mm-hmm. staying with their mom. <laughs> staying with their mom. Mama making breakfast for them in the morning. She didn't make breakfast. She went, they, she went, they wouldn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. They washing their clothes. They ain't got no worries. Who want to bring a woman to their mama house? She'd be surprised. <laughs> Ladies, what girl want to bring a guy to their daddy house? <laughs> Baby girl, I heard y'all last a night. I bring a girl to their mama house quicker than a girl bring a guy to their daddy house. Uh, that I know. Well, you sitting there, man, okay, and you're like, well, you know, this, you know, I stay with my parents, but this is my house at the bottom. You mean it's your basement and they house you stay. <laughs> now, this is my house my at the bottom. This yeah, my yeah. Everything's still the same. My apartment got my own entrance. Mm. <laughs> and that's the thing about it, too. Just really, you know, a lot of times parents, I don't want you to go out there. I don't want the world to sit and do it. And I understand it. Mm-hmm. I understand it, man. I understand the fears of, you know, we see it every night in the news. This world crazy. Mm-hmm. And we don't want nothing to happen to our children. We want nothing to happen to anybody in our family. And that's one of the hardest things as any parents to just say, okay, let those reins loose mm-hmm. uh, on your child. But a lot of times, you know, kids haven't really done anything because of how we, we've kept them so sheltered or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so you're talking about in them critical years, 15 to 18, if you have not got them at a point where they're trying to learn, make mistakes, mm-hmm. uh, gather experiences, and when they hit 18, now they don't even know how to handle themselves. They don't even know how to go 
to the mall by themselves. Right. They don't know how to go do certain things. And then when they sometimes get mess up and get that or meet the wrong friend or person, now they don't went down haywire. Mm-hmm. Don't let that girl get that young man that gonna turn out and do that same thing with a young man. Yeah, like I mean, that, yeah, mean that woman. He can be, a, yeah, he can be a girl his age. She's just sharp, faster, or sharper. Uh, yeah. And, and, and now you sitting there as a parent like that. Now he's going to your purse. Yeah. And it, they take money so he can take this girl out. But the thing I wanted to ask you is, mm-hmm. do you think children? How was I was gonna say? Dang it, I forget. It was a. Uh, it was a pertain to that. Yeah, well, it was planning to growing up. Do you think children nowadays are more sheltered than we were when we were growing up? Because we're know. about the same age. I don't know. I think, I think you know, when you just say, you know, Lab asked me, do I think kids, they are more sheltered? Uh, I don't know. You know, because I'm going to say this, too. They have access to so much more. Yeah, but it just seems like to me, and that this may be just me, it just seems like we just, they have access to more, but it seems like we did more. We had, we had, we use that imagination. We experience more, and I think that's a lot of a problem now with our kids not being prepared. They don't, they don't, they don't have any any imagination in order to how to get out of certain things. You think about when we go out. We when we used to be young, we go outside. Uh, our tie, we riding our bikes. Our tie get fat. We figure out how those are small little things. We figure out decision making. Yeah, we figure out how to fix the bike. We figure out this. We figure out that because we were doing things. We didn't have so much access to anything, but we did more. Yeah, but it's, it's hard to kind of, you know, to that point, you know, you say, okay, well, a kid's shelter more because we, like, we did more because we had to do more. Right. Would you have did more if you had the opportunity to do less? I think I still probably would have because, to be honest with you, um, it just seemed like it, like if like if I had to choose between the the two, like if I had to do more and I had opportunity to do less, I would probably do more because it seemed fun. I, 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 it seemed it I seemed more adventurous to be outside. Like we used to do stupid stuff just as kids, but we did it. I mean, we ride the train from one place to the other. We jump the train, ride it to where we needed to go. But those were things we did as children, and it seemed more adventurous, more imagination. And more fun. Now, if I had access to all the stuff that they had, I started still with it when I said because even now I have access to it as an older person, and I get bored with it. So I know I would have got bored with it younger because my energy was higher. Yeah, but see, you look at it like this: you ain't gotta go to the mall, meet no girl. Cause you can just go on a dating app and meet them. You don't have to go to the mall buy no clothes because you can go on your phone and get them. Right. You know, just so much more. You ain't got to go down. But it wasn't even about those things. It was just about being out amongst uh, each other and just having a good time. But they can do that in chat groups. Playing football. Social media. Yeah, I get it. Strike them out. Playing baseball, softball. Just little stuff like that. I totally agree. I I think I still would have did it. I think I – and those things for us – Kind of made us, I feel, and this is just my opinion, everybody, made us stronger. Made stronger and most important, I think, really what, what a lot of kids like their socialization skills. Mm-hmm. Just know how to deal with folks. Just get into a fight, mm-hmm. you know, being cool. Instead of suing a person charge, we get mm-hmm. your ass kicked. Uh, knowing how to deal with people. Knowing how to, you know, uh, uh, a man relationship, you and your friend get a fight and a minute or two later, you know what I'm saying, y'all back, you know, tripping mm-hmm. out playing as opposed to, your parents don't do a lawsuit. Right. But it's kind of hard to, you know, just to, I think it's hard to look at from that perspective because, uh, again, um, the world's just different. That's true. 
the world's just different. It's just the world different now. You know, what we did for fun and what they doing for fun totally different. They're yeah. TikTok all day. They'll yeah. sit here and look at that and Instagram, see funny folks. Uh-huh. They ain't really th- go out there in the heat. For what? <laughs> I can sit right here in this air conditioner. Huh? <laughs> I get what you're saying, and I understand it 100%. Totally, I understand it, and I get it. There is a different uh, perspective of what's going on now, but... <laughs> As far as just being tougher and mentally tougher and pre- a little bit more prepared, I think we had, I think we as children had a, a little step ahead of that. Uh, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Yeah. But again, kids look at it like, nah, that's some BS. <laughs> you know? Also, you know, parents made this uh, safety net well. Again, they, you know, you know, sometimes you kind of look at your kid gonna make a mistake here and too. You be like, okay, well, I don't want him to get burned, set on fire. Mm-hmm. But you gotta have some little little points where you say, okay, I'm gonna let you get a little hot, a little I'm hot. let you okay. get a little uncomfortable. You know, you know, make you know, switch it like we talked about earlier. You know, don't make me plan B. You know, but go a little bit into the alphabet. Okay. And uh, make some mistakes, be uncomfortable, recover, learn from it, get lost, mm-hmm. find your way out. When you get lost and find your way out, you did what? Remember your, the way you need to go. Right. Maybe, then you found some new places along the way while you're trying to discover how to get out. Um, a lot of times parents don't want to, they don't want to, uh, uh, they just want to keep that, that safety net. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That, okay, I got him, I got him, I can keep my eyes on him as long as possible. And, and it's, uh, it's very dangerous, you know what I'm saying? So that's the thing about it. You got you have to be very, very careful that. You know, and uh, lastly, what I'm talking about as far as, uh, what parents say, hell, you know, sometimes one like, do they even give a damn? <laughs> that's a good one. They ain't give a damn. You know, and, and that's one of the things, like, people sit there knowing damn well they ain't been preparing, they ain't really been dealing with their kid all the year, and now they're here 18, and they just like, just got to go do that. And they know they haven't prepared them, prepared them uh, dealt with them, um, supported them. Mm-hmm. And now time to come, they ain't ready to get them out your house. And I think that's a lot of folk, too. You know? <laughs> they you know. Got, got them to this point. Yeah. It's time for them to get the rest of the point for themselves. Yeah. Because that's the kind of right. thing about it. You know, because everybody got different. I always say there's no two houses on the street the same. People got different ways. And it's not, mm-hmm. a, well, my way the right way or whatever, or your way wrong. You know what the hell I do this or that. But at the end of the day, it's the end game is the end game. A good professor, a good productive citizen that works and mm-hmm. take care of their family. That's all we want. Right. That's all we want. And there's really, to me, there's really no way to, no way to prepare them for everything that they're going to face Absolutely once not. they get out the house. Mm-hmm. Absolutely once not. They, once they move out on their own, there's nothing you can do at that point. You did everything you can to that point. If you feel like, you know, to yourself, I've done everything I, I can do. What they do after that is that's on them. I mean, they're grown. You get what I'm saying? It's it's how, how can you guide a grown person who's doing their own thing? They got their own apartment. They got their own house. They got their own car. They paying their own bills. You can't guide them because they're grown. At that point, they're grown. Yeah. It'll be like it'll be like, and I know you respect your mom. I'll be like your mom come over telling you what pooch. You. you know you need to be in the house at six at at, at, at twelve o'clock midnight or something like this though. You like mm-hmm. uh, this is my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely right <laughs> absolutely well, you know one of the things of it is i i, I kind of look at it that a lot of people man they just don't want to come to the uh, uh the the conclusion that 
everything wasn't necessarily you know done by them. And what I mean by that is when I talk about parents, I say I always say with parents, we get too much of blame when our kids do wrong, but we definitely get way too much credit when they do right. 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 You know, and people don't necessarily want to admit they like the. <laughs> The acknowledgement. They like they like the uh, fanfare. Oh man, that my that my well, son right there. I tell well, him, I taught him how to run across that field just like that. <laughs> I talk about all that stuff now. Yeah, my older son, when he went to college, boy, everybody was just like, yeah, yeah, help him get the band. I help him do. You like, what? Shit. You wasn't with me when um, I was shooting in the gym, man. <laughs> the hell you had to do. You know what I'm saying? When you driving? And, and like, everybody want to take some kind of credit, and parents right. that no kid. Well, no, sometimes the kids did it on their own. Mm-hmm. You got, you know, some kids with parents that are straight imbeciles. Right. They don't know how the hell they do that. I, I can't add. <laughs> I can't do this. Right. And some kids just take off, and then you got some kids that are just a damn fool. Mm-hmm. Go up to the school. Teacher, well, he he fighting, he spitting, he do. Man, look, I don't know where the hell he got this stuff from. Right. I don't know. My old lady might got some kind of inbred stuff going on back in the family tree, but ain't none of that come from him. Nothing. I don't know where he get it none from. None of it. I don't know. Boy, why you acting stupid? I don't know. Boy, are you stupid? I don't know. You know, you you got one of them. They ain't got nothing to do with you. That's just him. That's what I said. So, right. like I said, parents, we like, we get too much credit when they do right. <laughs> Cause you know you're a dumb daddy or a dumb mama. <laughs> Got to be and honest this with kid, yourself. And this, and this kid just flourishing. <laughs> and everybody like, man, you did a good job. Like, yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. We can't make, read past third grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, make him get on there and do a little cards and stuff like that. You know, his mama, you know, be up with him too. No, and, she can't your, add no more than him. Kid graduated college, uh, Kuma Sulati, Valedictorian, and you can't read past third grade, but you did everything to get you, them there. You worry about like, damn, did they switch them labels up? Was at the hospital or something? <laughs> the son get lost. Yeah, they were too smart. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Where they get that from? But that's one of the things, man. I just think a lot of times people don't necessarily want to come to that conclusion. Like I said, we get too much credit when they do right, and too much blame when they get wrong. You know, sometimes you just gotta understand that person is an individual and mm. make some decisions for themselves. And uh, we're wrapping everything up. One important thing I want to kind of just go over everybody. Just when we said that at the very beginning, there is no right or wrong way. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of you can go through any street on your particular neighborhood or whatever, and just say they got a different style, of different rules in regards to parenting. And I think as long as your intentions are good, as long as you do everything out of love, I think everything will be fine. Mm-hmm. But we're still going back to what we were saying: should you put your kids out? Um. I think still going back to it, at the end, you're going to have to make a, a tough decision, should you, shouldn't do it. But I still think at the end of the day, if you do a very good job, like we talked about, preparing, teaching, making sure they're mature enough to understand the ramifications of their decisions, teaching them how to process, you know, how to make decisions, how to gather the process and then make a decision from there, and also just how to set basic goals. Right. How to do that. And guys, well, I'm going to say this again. I have videos on, you know, just looking at your child's maturity. I got videos in, in regards to how to make proper decisions. And I got tons, well, not tons, maybe like four or five videos on goal setting. Mm-hmm. The information is there. Take advantage of it. I'm going to go to the YouTube channel, Change Your Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Google it, look it up. I got those videos to teach you that information, okay? But, you know, again, I just want to, you know, to go back to say, listen, I appreciate all the love and support. We got for you guys, just we're wrapping up again the show tonight. We were talking about um, 
Uh, what we talking about? Now? I'm about to go blank. When uh, should put your? <laughs> when is a good time to put your children? When should you put your kids out? When should you put your hey, kids out? Well, that motor out? be running, be running. <laughs> but you know, um, we'll be back next week with Change the Lives. You know, I'm not Change the Lives with uh, Mr. Short, Short Dollar. Dollar. Uh, got a great show next week as well. We won't have no technical difficulties. Yeah, but also with that point, man, even with Mr. Short Dollar and Change the Lives. Period. Man, I gotta just give another big thank you to all you people that have given us the love and support. Mr. Short Dollar has been off the hook. Mm off the hook and it has really to do a lot with uh along with the hard work i've been putting in everything but really the love and support you guys have given me and i really do appreciate it. i can't thank you enough for everybody's help this is short dollar change the lives grow now start helping us get some of these google checks in right right you know so <laughs> super proud of that but uh i just want everybody to take care of themselves make sure you love your family make sure you you know stay on your kids stay on your kids talk to them Learn from them, you know, be strict, be rude, you know, just make sure they grow to be good citizens like everybody else. And if you know you got a plum food we can't do that with, it's a few of them out there. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. <laughs> now, Siri, Ben, just, just keep loving a little bit harder. Keep loving a little bit harder. Again, it's Change Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Tonight's show, we're talking about when should you put your kids out. Listen, take care of yourself, guys. We're looking out for more videos during the week. And also make sure you tune in to Mr. Short Dollar next Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll be uh, working on the dollar hour. Take care, you guys. Love you, and be safe. Yeah.